This is the podcast okay. where we drink and talk about bread rock. <laughs> Boom, that's the tagline. We got it right there. <laughs> pop. Are we only going to discuss grid pop or can we do, or should we do con- bands we go to see in concert? Well, right now we're only doing the Wombats, we're which is a really wombats. limited project and I really enjoy that. <laughs> Well, Four albums. Like, it's a prestige miniseries. But like, wouldn't it be we fun get... to do like, yeah, I'm, okay, yeah. This is the part where we just make noises. Yeah. Should the intro be... Uh, just boop, boop, boop. Tails. <laughs> and marsupials. And boys and boys and marsupials. Oh, you want to search the end. Um, wow. That was our rendition of the first song on the really, album really, we'll be discussing. It really wasn't. Uh, no, it was it was kind it of. It was a rendition. really poor rendition, and I'm really um, sorry for anyone whose ears are now bleeding with my inability to sing. But if you so. recognize that song, you're gonna like this podcast. Yeah, for because sure. At least for the first four episodes. This is <laughs> Supergroup presents the Wombats. Woo! Yeah. So this is our. <laughs> I almost grabbed your phone, Luis. So this is gonna be our, our first episode where we just argue about the wombats and for our first album i don't even know the full name of it that's how much of a fake fan i am Ooh. so <laughs> Call okay okay wait, wait 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 let's let's like let's... say who we are and like oh what we should yeah. should we say the album now? We, sh- we should we should say who we are we nebulous should, okay. female voice nebulous female <laughs> token female <laughs> Could there really be a token if there's three of us? You're literally a third of the group. I'm still token. Cause if anyone, can't... Luis is the token. He's the sidekick of this whole experience. Luis is the sidekick. Uh, so, I'm uh... producing. Okay. So uh, do you want to go first, Mr. Beard? Hey, I'm Mr. Beard, uh, a.k.a. Declan Murphy. Uh, and... Um, Things about me, I listen to exclusively Brit Rock all through middle school, so we're going to really get into my mindset in those years by discussing the Wombats. Um, and that that's kind of all you need to know about me. Uh, yeah. Hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> um, so, as token female, um, my name's Rachel Poe. Um, my experience with the Wombats comes from, this is a throwback, 8tracks.com, the playlist site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luis is just in shock Whoa. right now. Uh, I used for to... our younger viewers. This was on the internet, uh, <laughs> much was... like MySpace. It was probably which, gone by which your youth. Was also a, a pun on actual cassette tapes, but it was a playlist for the site. youth. Cassette tapes were physical <laughs> media that stored music. For the youth, physical media. <laughs> now, you've heard of records, but think shittier, and they only work in cars. Yeah, sorry. Um, so that I listen to them on like indie playlists with vague um, white people with their backs to the camera running through the sunset kind of playlists. Oh man! Um, and I've I've just been obsessed ever since. I I don't know how else to go. Yeah. 
And you, Mr. Producer, what is uh, your background producer. with the Wombats? I never want to be called Mr. Producer again. Well, we have Mr. Beard, token female, uh, and, and Mr. Producer. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm token female. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Luis. Uh, I I never really like actively listened to the Wombats, other than like you know I I heard. Um, this is why he's just the producer. I heard Kill the Director, and I heard Let's Dance to Joy Division because everyone did. Big singles. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, kind of came back to them recently and um, really, really, really got into the album we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and Don't say it yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I, from there I... I've listened to the rest of the Wombats, so, you know, uh, now I'm a fan. Now I'm a real fan instead of one of those fake fans that don't remember the title. They're so of... fucking long. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. But so today we're going to be talking about the Wombats proudly present uh, a guide to love, loss, and desperation. Whew. Oh, yeah. Just as like just honing on the anxiousness of that title. <laughs> like, eh. Yeah. I think that, so. The title, A Guide to Love, Loss, and Desperation, to me says like almost everything you need to know about the Wombats going in because. It is both kind of jokey, like overly serious, like a guide to love, loss, and desperation, and like the kind of thing you would scribble in a notebook. And yeah. those are all defining characteristics of especially early period wombats. Yeah. yeah. So, especially just like an overuse of words. That's kind yeah, of their yeah. thing, too. Wordiness. Yeah. So, um, and so this album came out in 2007. Yeah. Uh, which is a full 11 years ago. Which makes uh, me feel really old, but then I realize I'm only 20. 21. Yeah, we were, so, yeah. But it was still half my lifetime ago. Which That's is, true. Holy fuck, sucks for them. <laughs> but They're still only in their 30s. They entertaining us this yeah. whole time. They were How probably only a few years older than us when they started. Which um, is crazy, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so throw yourself back in the mindset of 2007. Yeah. Um, I was listening to this on an iPod Nano, which, talk about a dated reference. Mine um, was orange. Ooh, I had silver, and I had it right before they had the ones with video cameras. Ooh. I had, so, I had one of the ones with, with the video camera. Mine, I didn't have a oh, video camera. God Mine was damn. orange. This is, I can still <laughs> picture this iPod Nano, so it was bright orange. I had a green, like, like snap case on it, and then I had bright purple headphones, but I lost what the top half. What an aggressive... Hat. Oh. Bad color coordination. <laughs> no, but that's so... But, like, this is, like, quintessential me, I think, but I lost... The top half of it, of the case. So I just had orange, neon green, bright purple, and it was my favorite thing I've ever owned to accompany my bright blue DS. See, that's why oh, those, like the those... first gen one with like the <laughs> oh no no this oh was the DS this... light was no nope, di- nope third generation Whoa. with the camera because I broke my <laughs> DS light at summer camp. <laughs> Now, this is why all those Apple commercials used to be in silhouette, because they didn't want you to show you how ugly people's, like, setups were. <laughs> you had, like, like, it's just white earbuds on, like, silhouette people, and it's perfect. But like, who even uses the white headphone buds? Like, Oh, I like, did. What? Why? They used They're to so be, uncomfortable. They used to be really bad, yeah. The new yeah. ones, like, ever since, like, the... <laughs> they introduced ear pods. Right, yeah. yeah. The ear pods are great, and I, like, still can use those. But, like, yeah. the first... Yeah, the ones that were just circles and, like, literally destroyed your ear and then yeah. destroyed yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. That was a bad time. Oh, but that was, was the way... Those were always really fun. Yeah, those were always really fun when they, like, disintegrated. Like, they just, like, the casing would pop out, like, while it's in your ear. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. So you just I have, like... like, a piece of mesh. Like, why is this in my ear canal now? Like, go oh, away. Oh, my God. Yeah. The way they used to break, too. I think we're getting sidetracked, though. Okay, so that's that's all to say that... 
other than the global financial crisis, 2007 was a rocking time. Yeah. yeah 2007 was, was lit, you know? Theoretically, I didn't start listening to them until, like, 2011. Whoa. Which also makes me an extra fake fan, even though I've oh. seen them uh, twice in concert. <laughs> These losers. Declan saw them once. once. I don't even think Luis has seen them. I got into them, like, three months ago. Give me a break. I want to <laughs> I wanna pull out some fan credentials here because... Ooh, shit. I Hang know on. for a fact that I listened to them in 2007 because I distinctly remember... I'm getting ahead of myself because we'll talk about this next episode... I distinctly remember the first single of the second album coming out, and I looked it up online, oh, and I because I had been such a fan, right. and was so this I can place Glory myself. Days of YouTube converter too. Yeah, yeah, I ripped it from wow. the internet, but this... it was. I remember, and we'll talk about this on our our modern glitch episode. Yeah. I was very upset when Tokyo Vampires and Wolves came out. Um, we can get into that more, oh but I, I know already, for a fact I was like are, a I'm day already writing down ideas fan. for how much I hate what you just said. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I I think what we're gonna do first is we're gonna kind of put out our best track and worst track yep. of the album and see what discussion sparks from there, and then we're gonna kind of dive in a little deeper and talk about certain songs and specifics, the yeah. overall how it flows. Good stuff like that, yeah. Let's let's get into it. Let's. I think we're gonna go around the horn for best track because yeah. I think kind of uh, draft. Come style. to me last because I'm looking at the playlist and I'm trying to or the playlist, the album. <laughs> Whoo, the album, and I'm trying to pick which one is my favorite. And it's it's like 6 p.m. on a Friday. We've all given up. I just got out of class, so um, yeah. Also, did we mention we're all twenty one? We're still in college. We're second semester seniors, and we're we're, we're, we're come lives. find us, murderers. Yeah. <laughs> we're Look, all let's put it this way: delaying Our, the inevitable yeah. of the real world. So that means starting a podcast. None of us have jobs. Yes. Our lives are crumbling around us. That's a, yeah. We need I have an internship that doesn't pay me money. Okay. Um, biographical us. information aside. Um, I thought about That's this fine. on the way over here, so I am comfortable going first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this was tough for me because I like a lot of the songs on here, and for a while these were my top 25 on aforementioned iPod Nano, like 10 of them were. Mm-hmm. But final answer, I'm going to take Patricia the Stripper. Um, yes. I think Patricia the Stripper, again, talking about the title, I think it's the quintessential early Wombat song because yeah. it's amazing guitar. Um, a really driving beat, and then lyrically, it's that like perfect mix of like sadness and irony and longing, and those are all just amazing yeah. wombats. Like that is what they do yeah. best is that like little twinge of unrequited love where it's not full on like sad because there's mm-hmm. a humor to it, yeah. right. but it is really this like longing that's really intense, and I, I always love that. It's still I, I'm. It still makes me emotional today. Like that part yeah. where it drops out, it's mostly just vocals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like nearly a scream. Um, that's like perfect to me. Mm-hmm. So that has got to be my number one pick. Okay. Um, I think. God. Do you want me to go? No, no, no. Okay. I mean, I, I, I think, I think my problem with this is that like I, I've listened to this album enough at this point that like I just I really really like every track on it yeah. <laughs> like to some like to some degree i guess yeah. oh um, for sure but i think i think i'm going to have to go with let's dance to joy division um mm-hmm. classic i 
it's I mean it's it's a it's an incredibly like hackneyed pick I know it's but like quintessential wombat no it though. is it is and I mean like, it's it's also like the one that got me back into the wombat like it's, yeah. it's the song that like my brother was like why are you not listening to the wombats like listen to this yeah and that's like something like that's how yeah. I fell back into actually listening to the band yeah. um because I mean it is it's just it's 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 the best it's killer yeah. it's you know it's got a great beat it's got a great mm-hmm. hook it's got it's it's really fun to yell and just you yeah. know just jump around your living room too it's yeah. it's just it's a lot of fun um it even ends on like even just like the kind of like weird little like communal like longing stuff like mm-hmm. it ends it ends on like 25 30 seconds of them just like laughing and having fun yeah that's true which i think is also kind of how the wombats view their own music it's it's yeah. fun for them it's an outlet yeah and they make it fun for you yeah because yeah. i i was li- also just listening to it because it came up on my like just like my random shuffle and mm-hmm. i just i had to sit there and just listen to it and enjoy it i was doing work and i because it's like <laughs> it is that kind of song that just like you hear it and it makes you happy yeah because it it the concept mm-hmm. of the song is it it's bringing yourself up from the sad place so right, you, yeah, as yeah, a yeah. listener, also go along with that. Yeah. Um, so I also... Okay, so I agree with both of those songs. Those are... If I hadn't picked this song, those would be my other two picks. Um, and truth be told, um, I'm probably going to have to go with Here Comes Anxiety. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Because, like... So I love Patricia the Stripper. And I, whenever I say Patricia the Stripper, I have to go say because it has to rhyme like that. Because that's Patricia. how they <laughs> They are Brits, so it rhymes better for them than it does for so, us like, America. Also, like stripper. So when I went to when we, the line. last time we went to go see the concert, I I was like, oh, I wish they played Patricia the Stripper, and they were like, what, what? <laughs> what are these words you're saying with your mouth? Um, but okay, so the reason why I like here comes the anxiety. That's why that's my top pick. Um, is because. Honestly, as someone who is very anxious, I can relate to it so well mm-hmm. that it and you don't list you don't hear songs that talk about how anxious you are. Like it's so that's what I love about the wombats is they're they're not afraid to go into that place that no one else wants to talk about. And yeah. here comes anxiety. Not only can I like relate to it and I know the feelings it's describing, but like it's almost like groundbreaking to me because who talks about anxiety and pop music nobody yeah so like that's why and it's part of the reasons why i love the wombats is they they'll go there to that spot of like depression anxiety and as someone who suffers from that too that makes me love them all that more because their music helps me and i know that sounds really cliche and silly Mm -hmm. but like everyone needs that band and that's and the wombats are that band for me i mean i guess if we if we want to talk about sort of that more, um, yeah, I don't I don't I, I can't really pin a moment where everyone was like we should be talking more openly about mental health in mm. especially in art in in pop art yeah um, but I mean I do I do think that kind of oh seven oh eight was a moment when a lot more artists were like starting at least starting to acknowledge it because I mean mm-hmm. like now like everyone and their mother like. Which is which is good, but like the, like everyone talks about their problems all the time. Yeah, um, I also and I think I think kind of like that like early mid thousand like you know by the time the wombats came around like this is mid to late thousands and I think around then is when culturally yeah. that's when the, there was yeah, a yeah, shift. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I also want to say that I think part of what they do so well is that it's not like 
they they do deal with like heavy things of like mm. loss and like rejection and even it's called uh, on love school. loss and desperation. Like, yeah, yeah. I and think, you would think yeah. that would be like like a total emo like you know all in your feels kind of album, but they have this like humor and sincerity about it where even you can go to dark places and it's not a bummer. Yeah. Like yeah. I also wanted that you were that reminded me of um, and I think you can speak to this as well. The biggest surprise when I saw them this past January. Um, was that they played Here Comes the Love Anxiety live. Like, because yeah. it's such an acoustic, it's almost out of place with the rest of the album. It's acoustic and it's it's very emotional and mm-hmm. it's their, like, their later albums get a little more joyous and raucous. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still played that live yeah. and it's still, like, bangs. Like, that's it how good it so, is. It's yeah. so good. I think, yeah, I think that's the best part about the Wombats is they have this sort of, like, singable quality to them. Is that a, that's not yeah. a word? But you know what I mean? That, like, I love listening to them in the car because I just turn them up and I just sing wherever I'm going. Yeah. And um, what is nice about, like, Here Comes the Anxiety and, like, Patricia the Stripper and even, like, um, Let's Dance with Joy Division is that, like, it makes you kind of interact with the music in a new kind of way. And it's so different. Mm-hmm. And it's so quintessential indie. Even though I yeah. don't know, are they indie anymore? Can they be categorized <laughs> as such? I, ever... I mean, indie's an adjective more than a noun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I'm not going to get into categorization because yeah. I suck at that. But... Genre is bullshit. Nothing matters. <laughs> I was going to say, none of us are music experts. We're just kind of going with our feelings. We're fans. We're yeah. fans. We're just really yeah. big fans. Um,. Okay, do we want to talk about what else we like about the album before we go into the maybe not so happy things? Yeah, um Wow, yeah. I I mean I let's if we had to do like honorable mentions best honorable track. Honorable m- okay. mentions. Uh something that wasn't already picked that okay. like really. Kill the director. To you. Yeah. I can saying this is no Bridget Jones for <laughs> twenty minutes straight and not get sick and tired of it. It is yeah. such a fucking number. It is I just will <laughs> dance to that no like just oh, so good. Okay. Yeah. Um, my honorable mention pick is Little Miss Pipe Dream. Oh, that's Ooh. also um, good. Yeah. Which I love. I used to listen to the one-two punch of Patricia the Stripper and Little Miss Pipe Dream <laughs> okay. um, when I was down because they're Declan like Declan has a theme. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Little Miss Pipe Dream because it's again one of the mellower songs on there. Like there's kind of a spectrum from like the amped up energy of I would say. Like, Let's Dance to Joe Division is their most energetic. Yeah. yeah. And Here Comes the Love Anxieties at, like, the other end of that spectrum. Yeah. Yep. I um, think they're, if I remember they're... correctly, they're next to each other on the album. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Here Comes the Anxiety, and then it immediately transitions into Let's Dance yeah. to Joy Division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. that's totally purposeful. Oh, totally. Yeah, if we look at the, we'll look at the structure yeah. when we do the, like, the full album, because I think that's a really interesting yeah. thing they do. They take an emotional journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but Little Miss Pipe Dream is a lot closer to Here Comes the Anxiety, but there's like again like this lightness to it um even when they're talking about you know like mm-hmm. some like being cheated on which is like one of the empirically shittiest yeah. feelings you can have exactly um but there's i and i love that drum beat that just like really simple like you know thump and then the hi-hat like yeah. over yeah. and over is yeah. so soothing even as it like even as like his vocals get really raw mm-hmm. um so that I just love the irony of that. I feel like that's something that's quintessentially British as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, honorable mentions on my front. Um, I'm going to pick two. I'm, I'm, uh. and I'm, I'm going to be that guy, and I'm going to be that guy in a second way because I'm going to pick um, Tales of Girls, Boys, and Marsupials and My First Wedding. 
Oh, um, okay. I, I had feelings I think, about my first because I think they they do. I mean, first of all, they literally okay. bookend because my first one trails into a little Glockenspiel cover of of Tales of. But I mean, yeah. Tales, Tales is Tales of is the best intro to an album I think I've yeah. ever heard. No, yeah. it's it's it is up there. It is such a it's it's. It's, it's it's like wombats in all the other ways because a it's acapella which no one like no other track that I know of that they've done is yeah yeah we were clapping we're by any band. We, <laughs> like, before we started recording this we were clapping along to it like the way people clap along to the song in Friends but I feel like that <laughs> should also tell you about what kind of fans we are but I mean um, I think that one that one it really opens up everything well because it's like bouncy. It's it's empirically dumb. It kind of, it kind of um, <laughs> um, which is also very wombatsy because, like, <laughs> if you listen to some of their metaphors that they go with, they're really dumb. Yeah, yeah, but they work. <laughs> they will, yeah, we will definitely. Yeah, talk but about they that. really, they really work. Yeah. Um, and, and then uh, my first wedding, I think, is just like a very good summation of the album as a whole because I think it's it, it does that whole you know kind of anxiety in a social space plus kind of longing, mm-hmm. um, plus fun plus blah other feelings thing mm. just really well um anyway. i think that's an interesting transition because i at one point was gonna put my first wedding as my worst song of the album Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I, okay. I mean we're gonna yeah. start okay. the fights wait but... wait can, before transition. we go into this yeah. wait before oh, wait. we go into okay. this i have another honorable because i was looking at it again because i yeah, could yeah, yeah. not pick a worst track but Backfire at the Disco? Is, oh, yeah. It is killer. Oh, my and God. And Moving to New York. Like, there aren't bad to, songs. There's really... Like, the thing about the album is that there's songs that we don't like as much, but there's no... Yeah. Like, Like, I think, no I think Moving to New York sounds kind song. of like... I think Moving to New York sounds kind of hokey, but, like, I still love it. Like, yeah. The thing about Moving to New York is even when I hear it live, because um, I saw it in when they were playing in New York, and like oh. there was like an extra, like yeah. there was like an extra oomph to it. But yeah. um, I guess well, I, Moving to New York is just also great. It's also mm-hmm. talking. That's like the reason you're moving to New York is because you can't can't sleep. So you're like, oh, I'm gonna move to New York where it's noisy <laughs> all the fucking time. Great idea, which is also. Goes along with the how dumb the wombats are. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, when we when we come back from this two second break, we'll do the shitty parts of the album, even though there are none. We're talking about their first album. The Wombats proudly present a, a guide to love, loss, and desperation. Woo! We got the yeah. whole thing. Yes! And I didn't even have to look at my phone <laughs> to know it this time. Cool. So, For the listener, I just dabbed. I'm very ashamed of myself. Unfortunately. He's been watching Twist Jake Paul. Don't, um, don't you fucking dare even suggest... You know what? Moving on! <laughs> anyway. now, now for a segment we call... This part of the album wasn't so good. Yeah, so... 
we kind of were talking about before that we kind of think that this album is universally perfect. <laughs> like it's like it doesn't have any major yeah. glaring flaws. Like if we if we but then we have yeah. songs that are not our favorites. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what we were doing at. Like so, if platonic forms are a thing, this is like the platonic ideal of a Britpop album. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I, like I, I, if I had to spend the rest of my life with this album, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> uh, that said, that being said, yeah. um, so I was thinking about the songs that are my least, the ones I dislike, because that's kind of what we were talking about. Like, pick a song that is your you dislike the most or is your least favorite. Um, and I don't have a least favorite per se, but I would say the song that probably has had the least impact on me, the last, like, if I see the name, I'm like, I can't think of what this song sounds like, is probably Dr. Suzanne, which I was just playing to, like, rethink of it, because I could not think of it whatsoever. Oh, man. <laughs> so it's not that I don't like it, it just has, like, I don't know if it's because I haven't listened to it enough, as much as I've listened to the other ones, or if I maybe just, like, don't like it. But, yeah, I would say that's probably the one that just had, like, when I think of the name, I cannot think of the song. Wow. So, I, so we are going to get into fights. Fun fact. So and fun fa- Susan is, Maddox's PhD is one of my favorites, okay. so we will have to fight so about we're it. So we're this. immediately going to create divisions on this podcast because, <laughs> because fun fact. Because that's literally I the purpose. The, the reason why we're doing yeah, this podcast is, is to me, fight and, and, me and Declan got into a fight one night when all of us were hanging out about the worst song, I think, on Modern Glitch or which album was the best. It, it was which album because I think Modern Glitch is the worst album, which, which Rachel disagrees which with. I think, which I disagree with because that was my introduction. Glitch episode will be very will interesting. Be really great. So like but, this is like this is like the yeah. point of the podcast is we're supposed to be disagreeing over this thing that we all love. So fight, 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 fight. fight. So yeah, Luis, what about you? I'm Mr. I'm gonna Newbie. I'm gonna cause I'm gonna cause the exact same. I'm gonna make the exact same point basically. Um, Suzanne Maddox is like no, you have to pick a different one. It's like a no, draft. I'm, look, I'm yeah okay, I, okay okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You can take first of all, but you first can't of all, pick the same one. I don't, and second of all, I can. <laughs> okay. Because look, I I want to like I think I think I do have the same problem that Rachel does with this one. I just I don't I don't remember it. Like I really it really it really just like did not sink in with me. I'm sure like once I play through it, I'll be like, oh, this is good. But like, yeah, I I just it it really I I forget it like a lot. And I think <laughs> I think also the problem is that it's the problem is that it's between Little Miss Pike. Blah, Little Miss Pipe Dream and Patricia. Okay, yeah. yeah. And Which those is, two are mm-hmm. like really like, yeah. Those are like, capital bad. capital B bangers. And yeah. Like, Which is also the same problem that I think I have with Declan's pick, if I remember what he was saying correctly, is the wedding dress one. Is wedding dress? Is that your pick? No, for worst? Yeah. I'm not I don't have my pick for worst yet. I did I don't like my first wedding, but okay. I'll, I'll oh, get that's to that what it's as called. Well. See, yeah. I don't even know it because it's so irrelevant to my life. It's kind of the same thing as Dr. Suzanne. It's after Patricia the Stripper, as you know, I like to say. And um, it just like, especially on the deluxe version where they have the extra tracks, I just kind of like stop listening after Patricia. That's so I fair. feel like that it's not that I don't like the songs, it's just I'm like, eh, yeah. you can't beat Patricia. So I think the Wabas kind of kicked themselves in the butt a little bit with that one. <laughs> 
I have a defense of Suzanne Maddox's PhD, but I will save that for the kind of free for all after we've spoken yeah. our piece because okay. I, I will fight. I will go to the mats for it because it's it's up there. It's top yeah. half for me. I literally don't know the song, so us arguing over this is going to be a problem. <laughs> well, um, okay. what about this part? I don't remember. I literally don't know what you're talking about. But your pick for worst or least favorite, I guess. We will be going with least favorite. Yeah, least yeah. favorite. Um, and this is, so as we kind of alluded to, uh, I, I I was thinking about having my first wedding for the, the sheer reason that my first wedding has like two minutes where the sound drops out and there's just faint chimes. Yeah. yeah um, which is weird. And that always used to anger me because it's the end of the album and sometimes I would play it through and on repeat, like as a playlist. Yeah. And then there would be like four, like two or three minutes when I was like, oh, did I like turn it off yeah. and then you yeah. wait and there's like a little outro and that was infuriating to me um the like the bulk of it that actually is my first wedding is not bad but that was maddening but i'm actually gonna go with i had to think about this which used to be one of my favorites uh party in a forest where's laura Ooh. for worst song Ooh, i think we might have to have a fight about this one. Oh, we yeah where there's gonna be fighting because i used to love but i think it's too muddied i think it's really muddied when it comes in i think it's really screamy right. i don't think there's the same like twinge of irony to it i think mm-hmm. party in a forest wears laura it's catchy like i was really drawn to it by then but mm-hmm. i think it's a lot emptier than the other yeah. songs are yeah. um and Is it was it... yeah that was really like what drew me away when i was thinking about songs that like even ones that i like but objectively i'm like party in a forest wears laura is Mm-hmm. bottom tier for this album so do you think i will say that i think i think what i don't like about what i don't like about party in a forest is that um it's it's it seems a lot more preening like mm-hmm. like the other songs seem like like i mean a lot of a lot of what they sing about is like adolescent desire and like all of that is preening yeah but like we could literally have an entire episode about the Adolescent Desire of 1996. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, um, Stay I tuned think... for next episode. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> Shameless plug for... Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Um, <laughs> by the way, we're drinking uh, Angry Orchard Crisp Apple. Please sponsor us. I don't us. like beer. Please sponsor us. More specifically, please sponsor me. I've had many of Instagram <laughs> posts Just with you. this yeah. drink in my hands. So, um, hashtag ad. She's what they call on social ad. media an influencer. <laughs> hashtag. I'm kind of a Follow me on Instagram. Rachel Marie underscore. Two A's, two E's. Cheers. Well, Hello, okay. murderers. Um, <laughs> murderers and or Team 10. Fuck Team 10. Okay. We're getting off track. Rachel Poe, you said you had a second pick for, for worst song. No, I think Before it, our break. I think it would definitely have to be... It's not worst song. It's just least favorite. Least favorite. Yeah, it's definitely um, Doctor Suzanne because I think it's overshadowed, so I don't remember it. Okay. And then um, my first wedding, which also like the problem with the way the album is laid out is that um, so Doctor Suzanne and my first wedding get like eclipsed by Patricia. That's true. Because Patricia is iconic. And I, the last time I went to their concert, I was just screaming, Patricia, and where's Patricia? And all we get in return is, why are you calling my mom's name? So um, <laughs> that was a little disappointing, to say the least. I, uh, I, I do think they weirdly group songs together that are similar that they could have split apart. Because yeah. 
what I so my defense so, of Suzanne Maddox is it really if is. I the, listen to it singularly without not in the normal album flow, which is what I like to do. I think yeah. I would like it more or remember it more, but I really, huh. I really don't. I do think that Suzanne Maddox is like the edgier Little Miss Pipe Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird to have them juxtaposed. I also feel like, um, let me just look this up for a sec. I thought Kill the Director and Moving to New York are back to back as well. Whereas those probably could have been spaced out because they're very similar tonally. Yeah, really but are. Suzanne Maddox, I really love. It's got a great drum line um, that really drives it the whole time. But it yeah. does, in a very similar way to Little Miss Pipe Dream, it's like, it's like the, the yeah, just the punchier version of Little Miss Pipe Dream. So maybe putting them close together is a disservice. So I, I can see that. Um, yeah, it's not that I don't like it. It's honestly I don't remember it, which frustrates me as a listener because I yeah. love the Wombats. I love to just be able to sing along with their entire album. So honestly, on my Spotify, I don't have this entire album saved. I think I have just uh, Moving to New York, uh, Kill a Director, um, Listening to Joy Vision, Patricia, um, Backfire at the Disco, and another one but yeah like i don't have the entire album saved is what i'm trying to say and i think also that because i when i listen to them i have like all modern glitch and i have all glitter bug but i think part of my issue as a listener is i don't have this entire album so i don't get that whole experience which is like my bad i know (laughs) like yada yada but okay so quick let's fight about party oh sorry go ahead no i mean i think i think what i find what I find odd about... I get your complaint about My First Wedding because I think it only works... As the end. It only works in an album context. Same with... Yeah. But I find it odd that Same you with, didn't like it in an album context. I think I didn't like it because it came after Patricia and I was only listening to the deluxe edition for a while. Yeah, I think right. if you listen to the deluxe, it probably then, ruins My First Wedding. Cause well, yeah, because it tails off perfectly. Yeah. Things. And then I don't... I don't know. I, don't, I honestly could not tell you the, the four extra songs in the deluxe edition... Because, again, fake fan. Allow me to quickly check this thing that I have in my hand. Um, um, it is Metro Song, Derail and Crash, Bleeding Love, and then Is This Christmas Radio Edit. Oh, I love Is This Christmas. I actually is listen to that Christmas every Christmas. Is good. I listen to that but Christmas But Bleeding too. Love is a cover, and the other two are so inconsequential. Exactly. Okay. Like I think that's um, kind of the problem is that the Wombats have so many really good songs that are just like bangers and like yeah. just like steal your attention away that yeah. even if they have good other like other good songs that are maybe a little quieter a little right. less subtle or a little more subtle i should say that they kind of get eclipsed by these songs that defined them as artists so then i also yeah cute glockenspiel outro that calls back to your first track doesn't like work in yeah. your mind i feel similarly no. about we can talk about this yeah. on the i mean i'd third love episode but um, um marsupials like i no. love like, I love Tale Love. Like, that is a great song. Right. And it's so catchy and so just, like, prepares you for this album. And I love the way it transitions to kill the director. But, yeah, no, I don't think I could listen to that song without the album context. Yeah. Um, yeah, in terms of content, I just wanted to note that, similar to the deluxe edition, um, they released a bunch of Glitterbug B-sides from the third album, which we will be talking about. And yeah, I can't, I like, that. I haven't, like, taken the time to sit with the Glitterbug B-sides because I'm yeah, like, I like same. Glitterbug enough. I didn't need more of it. I don't know. Okay. I actually it's, um, have a song I dislike on that album. Right. Really? Okay. Wait for anyway, weeks. foreshadowing. Um, yeah, so I mean, you two clearly have some like 
decidedly strong opinions about oh Laura party in a forest yeah fight See, fight, fight, fight 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 I have no stake kind in of this. A, like the way you relate to a song mm. like one of my best friends her name is Laura so I like I love <laughs> listening to that song and just like singing along with the cor- the chorus like the Laura mm-hmm. like because it makes me think of her. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I was just looking at the lyrics to have like a more solid argument. And I was like, I honestly don't remember the lyrics. I literally just hear the chorus, the like, Laura, um, get me home tonight, that over and over again. That the way he sings Laura, I think, is really pretty. And it makes me think of my friends. Maybe that's yeah. why I like it. For me, it's just too, it's like almost grungy. It's like out of step with what the rest of they're doing. Yeah. Like, like the whole instrumentality it's fast is and rougher. It's slow, right? Yeah. And it's, like, rougher than everything else they do. Everything else is kind of, like, neat and polished. It kinda, and it kind of sounds like, like early Arctic a, Monkeys. In a day, and they just banged it out, kind of. Like, yeah. here's my paper I started at 11 p.m. to do in class the next <laughs> yeah. day. This is kind of what it feels like. So, like, it's good, but it's not perfection. Yeah. it's You, you did what you had to do. It was and, an excuse for them to grind on the guitar, because that happens, like, four separate times in that song. Oh, yeah. No, any excuse they have to, like, <laughs> add an like, extra guitar is totally what they would do. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to talk album impressions as a whole yeah. now. Like, we kind of, we've touched on some things thematically. Yeah. Um, arrangement, structure, mm-hmm. like, what they're saying. Um, do you want to give it a score, or do you want to just talk about it? I guess we could give we, it. We, we, we could give it a score at the end. I think. Yeah, we, I think talking it through might help it a little better. Yeah. To be able to know what our scores are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to note, which we've been kind of touching on. There's a real emotional progression through this. Like mm-hmm. it really does. Yeah. Like have high highs and like and things that complement each other really well. If you go through, you know, we start with kill the director, so it's like. Which is very much them, you know, like lost and confused mm-hmm. in love, and and then we see various like iterations of that. Um, school uniforms, I really love. We didn't get a chance to talk about is like school uniforms is also great. Classic like preteen, yeah. yeah. Um, and then let's dance to joy division as we kind of talked about works really well around the sadder stuff because it's like even it, amidst this it, there's like yeah joy. because the concept of let's dance with joy division especially if you're the grander context of what joy division is yeah. too it like it takes all the sadness that they built up and it's like hey i just hit the wall that really hurt <laughs> um so it brings all this sadness together and it's like hey at the end of the day like fucking just bounce around you're gonna feel so much better and that's the song you bounce around to make yourself feel better and that's why it's so perfect and even though it is like probably their most popular song there's a reason why it's their most popular song yeah i absolutely agree i don't yeah this is this is like one of those times that i don't i don't really have that many qualms about being like super basic yeah (laughs) like like picking picking like let's dance as my favorite song is like you know ostensibly like the basic bitch first choice um but i think i i i i don't know i don't know i don't know how to say it adequately but no I, there's some things that are justifiably the most popular yeah, like, yeah. and i think this is clearly you don't one have of, to pick oh, a b-side yeah, yeah. For, like, 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 you know what yeah. tangent, slight tangent i don't need my nerd in a, in a non-wombax uh wombats context uh you remember how imagine dragons it's time 
was like huge. Yeah. It was like the song by Imagine Dragons for the longest time. Yeah. And then yeah. I used to, uh, another band I really love is Imagine Dragons. Their Night Visions album I listen to consistently. Like that's my top oh. 25 on okay. iTunes, which I don't use anymore. Hashtag Android life. But um, <laughs> I was really sick of its time because it was everywhere and it was just like over it and it lost how special it was yeah. but then i was watching a youtube video re- recently that reused the song and i realized how great of a song it was and mm-hmm. why it was as popular as it was it wasn't just yeah. because it was their single it's because the song itself is so good and has such a powerful message and the fact that it's overplayed just kind of diminishes that quality of it and i think why yeah. joy division why you feel differently about it the reason you don't feel like the basic bitch um saying it's your favorite song is because the Wombats, unfortunately, don't have that same star status. So if right. their songs aren't overplayed on their radio all the fucking time, yeah. for you to hate them. I mean, among among people who listen to them, like yeah. like they're like any alt radio station is going to play Wombats, but like mm-hmm. yeah, how many but not enough that you could really quickly get <laughs> yeah. sick of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like yeah. I pick again, I also picked Patricia the Stripper, which is the other like big single, arguably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which unfortunately they don't play on their new on their concert tour right now. The one they're on right now for. Wow, Rachel, did you go to the see them in concert? No, recently? I, no. I played it when I saw them, but I, no, I don't want to. I don't want to like stake my reputation on that. I honestly, I. When was that? We'll have some nerd we find saw the this... set list. No, you can go to setlist.fm. Do you want to fact check me right? Okay, <laughs> right, I, I'm right. probably so, wrong. Okay, like, Journalism I, in action, folks. I, I, will, I will continue to talk while Declan yeah. looks this up. Okay, so. As I've said, and I like to reiterate because it was fucking amazing, I saw the uh, Wombats live about three-ish weeks ago now, two-ish. It was the middle of January, the end of January now, mm-hmm. um, at a venue in Brooklyn, and it was fucking fantastic. I saw them about a year and a half ago, right after Glitterbug came out. They were fucking fantastic then, too. I don't regret my decisions about this. Um, Did you get a pick at the first show? I did. I got... Oh, so you have two Oh, now. wait, no, no. I Okay. Story time. I thought you meant pick, like, picture. Because I no, totally I meant, forgot. I meant, I meant... Yeah, so um, at their last concert, their latest one for Beautiful People um, Will Ruin Your Life, I got a guitar pick for one of the stagehands, um, and it was fucking amazing. I went up after... I went to, like, the banister by the stage because I really just wanted a picture... With the Wombats drum sets, and I was a stupid person that realized their like stage chance would be cleaning up the entire time, and I wouldn't be able to get a good picture. Um, and then one of them comes around with the guitar picks, and I was like, I want one, I want one, I want one, and I got one. Also, it's gonna be on my Instagram if you want to follow me. <laughs> um, I swear to God, I'm not this well, person. <laughs> well, in any case, uh, I looked it up and I was very wrong. They did I not knew play it. I knew part. it. And I, did they, I don't think they played "Here Comes the Anxiety," did they? No, they did for my show. I think. Okay, maybe I, they did for mine. Because Declan saw them in DC, and it was you, about I mean, we can check two your set days. Too. It was like two days apart. Yeah, and I could just be really stupid, even though it's one of my favorite songs by them. Uh, I mean, there, there's different sense. I, I honestly, for obvious reasons, I don't really remember distinct songs because I was just having a fucking great time. I was probably pissing off people around me because I was just jumping around and singing and like swaying around and probably being that obnoxious fan. <laughs> Who gives a Wait, fuck? Having fun. Yeah. Weird. I actually, according to setlist.fm, they played an identical set for, no, a nearly identical set for both the nights that Rachel and I saw them, which were different nights. So that oh. is really interesting. That but, is weird. Um, 
Okay, any do we wanna do any last album impressions and then and then grade it? Yeah, I mean I I think flow wise it's a great especially once you know the album, um, it's really easy to just listen to. Yeah. Like when you're doing stuff, like it's not um like obviously there's there's certain songs that will like stop you and take away your just your decision, but really just flows, I think, personally. And I really like that I like um, album, album like listenability and like just being able to like kind of focus on whatever I'm reading or writing and just like have it mm-hmm. going in the background. Um, so for me, that's always a plus. Um, I, yeah. The fact that they have an intro is cool too. Yeah. Like who does that anymore? No one. <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, I like I don't I don't want to be hyperbolic about this but like this i've i have kind of been listening to this album non-stop for about a month and a half now like i i i just i really 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 like this album in a way and i don't know like in a way that the other ones really just haven't hooked me um yeah and i don't know if that's just like exposure and like with time i will i will come to to love glitterbug or whatever modern glitch and glitterbug yeah yeah but i mean i don't i don't I don't know, man. I just, I really, I really like, I really like this album, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't I... have any, I don't have any closing statements. Um, but I'm. Yeah. I think. Ready to read. Yeah. I think I would give it a solid nine out of ten. It's not perfection, but it does a little wrong. Yeah. Same. I, I think, yeah. How, uh, my tens, my tens are my tens. I'm gonna kind of keep to like a few albums that I really, really adore. <laughs> I, yeah. How granular are we gonna get? Because in my mind, I was thinking eight point eight. But do you want to do you want to be the pitchfork of this also podcast? I would say that Declan likes them probably the most. I have hiccups. We're drinking. Um, <laughs> do you want to do you want to restart that sentence, Rachel? Um, I think Declan probably likes them the, the most out of us and has been the fan for the longest, so the fact that he's giving them a slightly lower score than the rest of us says something. I think what I'm doing is now I'm projecting forward because... In, You're thinking about Modern Glitch? In Glitterbug, um, Glitter which we'll get into. Um, I think Glitterbug hits arguably... Not me. I don't think it hits as high highs, but I don't think it hits the same like lows. As we talked about, there aren't bad songs, but I think that's maybe there's just more songs true. we don't listen to. I think it's like more true of Glitterbug. I think yeah. there are no non-essential. There are almost no non-essential songs on Glitterbug, and I think when we talk about Ooh, that, it'll be I really have interesting. very anti-feelings about that. So stay tuned for two more weeks because hopefully. The way we're planning on doing this right now is theoretically the next one we'll be doing is Modern Glitch. Yeah. After that, we'll be doing Glitterbug, and then we will be concluding with their new album that comes out the ninth, which yeah. is Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life. Yep. Which is fucking. We're very excited. Which for is it. super excited. I really love all the singles they've released so far. Yeah. Um, I think they just dropped Cheetah Tongue as yes. of today when we're recording. They played it at the concert, but I think they just dropped it. Yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But the great thing about this podcast is that every episode is kind of a teaser for the next episode. Yeah. Because we are, we're talking we keep, about Because their, we keep saying that it's a teaser for the next episode. Entire discography. So part, we have a big issue with follow through. So stay tuned. 
Definitely, uh, what do they always say? Like and subscribe? Like is and that subscribe. a YouTube like, thing? Share like, like, share, subscribe. Tweet me at David Dobrik. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, not doing, I'm not that. doing promotion for another <laughs> fucking YouTube. Oh, does anyone right. have any plugs? <laughs> um, I um, think, I don't know where we're I posting guess. this. We're posting this on SoundCloud? Theoretically. Uh, this, yeah. is probably, this is probably going on SoundCloud. Um, so, theoretically, there's yeah. a description on there, right? Yes, no, maybe so. We'll we'll have links to all of our social media there if you want to know what our faces look like. I really suggest... Alternatively, you- hello, just- murderers. <laughs> all right, so that's it for today's podcast. We just cut about five minutes of us rambling. But it was bad. It was really bad. Uh, we kind of lost it. We're, we're running out of fuel, so it's Friday. We had classes and work all week. Please hear us. <laughs> uh, but let us know in the comments what your favorite Wombat song. If you are the Wombats and this makes it to you, like, please, please, please tweet please, at us. Please comment. tweet at us. Comment. We're in love with you. Give us anything. Both of us have seen you. Literally any amount of recognition. We will pay. Any like, amount of we have your records. We have um, the merch. I, you know what? I wouldn't be mad to getting one of those um, giant plush Wombats you guys have at your concert. Yeah. I would settle uh, for a t-shirt. Yeah. Follow us on SoundCloud. I already have a t-shirt. I already paid for a t-shirt. Love me, please. Thank you. All right. Um, and to our listeners who are not the Wombats, thank you for oh, staying tuned. Geez. If you haven't listened to this band before, I can't believe you made it this far. Yeah. But if like That's us... That's really a feat. I'm, I'm proud of you. If, yeah, if you no. like us, you love the Wombats, I think you're going to have a great time. Stick with us. Stick and with we'll us. get better at this. And yeah, I think the plan is right now we're doing the Wombats because that's probably our favorite band. But if this works out, we might keep going. We might do other Same. bands. Vincent. Yeah, definitely. I saw St. Vincent in December, so... Uh, She's also like, a great artist with exactly four albums, so... So, another four episodes. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Alright. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. See you next week. Thanks, bye. Or, not see you. <laughs> Hear you. Hear us. <laughs> Hear us next week. The weirdest greeting in all of the videos.